Welcome to the We Invested Podcast, where we teach you how to save and make more cash. I'm your host, Wesley Earp, and here I have with me... Jacob Rodriguez. And this is Season 1, Episode 5, The Importance of Investing. But before we get started, I must let you know, we do not offer any financial, legal, or tax advice on this show. Let's do it. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the importance of investing. But before we get into that, I wanted to give the cash quote of the day, like mm-hmm. we always do here on this show. Yeah. So, quote for the day is, never depend on a single income. Make investments to create a second source. And that's by Warren Buffett. Yeah. Another powerful quote, man. He's a he's a he's a quote machine. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's crazy. Um, if anyone doesn't know about Warren Buffett, or I'm sure most people do, he's like you know, one of the richest people alive. But yeah, man, he just he just says things that, that you're just like, how, how does someone think of something that's so, um, you know, wise and so smart to say and, and always says it in such a compact form, you know, he's, he's always killing it with quotes. Yes, sir, man. So let's get into it. Yeah. Investing. Big topic. Everybody's you know, always asking yeah. about, everybody wonders about, everybody wants to understand and, you know, know how to do it, participate yeah. in. So I think this would be a good topic for us to get into today. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, man. So what is investing? Um, investing is purchasing items with the expectation of generating profit or income. Mm-hmm. And you can also invest your time and energy for long-term benefits so it doesn't only have to be money you can invest your time yeah your talents you know whatever the case may be yeah definitely and some some might even argue that investing your time is a lot more powerful than investing your money which i'd probably agree with but oh yeah for sure man because if you put in you know you put in time to perfect your craft or you know do whatever that you're, you're doing you'll always get that energy back so, you know, whatever you put into it, you'll basically get right back. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking more about kind of money investing today, right? Exactly, you know, exactly. Cash investments. Yeah. So maybe a good place to start is, you know, why should people invest? Yeah, man. So people should invest to build wealth. Yeah. To grow your money. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think it's really just about... You know, there's there's a lot of factors kind of working against you. The main one is inflation, right? So this is something that we're all kind of told in school, but we don't really see in real life unless you're really you know thinking about it. Is that you know usually um, it, you know it differs every year and, and across the decades. There's about two percent inflation. So your money that's sitting in your bank account that isn't you know doing anything and just kind of sitting there. Um, in theory and in, in pr- what's called purchasing power so you know the the power that your money has to purchase things just like you know what it sounds like it declines by on average two percent every year so your money is becoming you know less and less valuable uh, every year that's just kind of sit in your bank account so investing is just the, the kind of the solution to that you need to do something with your money and, and make it grow above that exactly and that's the key point that's the key you know the key point is to 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 find ways to make your money grow faster than inflation 
Yeah. And and the point of that being is that you're, you're hopefully expecting that one day you're not going to be working, that you're not going to have an income coming in. And so you need to be able to save for those, those years. And then, you know, after you're 65 or whenever your goal is, is that you need to have enough money to, you know, keep on purchasing and hopefully live in the lifestyle that you're, you're living at the current moment or even a better one, which would be great. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. And, you know, we're here talking about investing um, but before you do and before you start investing, it is very, very smart and very much recommended that you research before you invest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that that's what it's, it's really all about. Um, there's a ton of people, you know, more people than you could probably listen to in a lifetime telling you where you should be investing whether it should be in gold and, you know, ETFs and, you know, some, some crazy, you know, new restaurant that, you know, your, your brother's, you know, cousin, which is also your cousin, (laughs) but you know, you know what I'm saying? Some obscure person who's trying to, you know, get you to invest in some wacky idea. There's, there's always people trying to, you know, get your money some way. And some of those investments may be good. Some may not, but the most important thing is that you have to really know what your money's going towards, you know, about the business or um whatever whatever you're putting your money into you need to know you know how it's going to make money and you know how safe is it exactly you have to make sure you understand what you're buying before you buy it yeah and that's that's the key to tall investing we, we talked about warren buffett you know at the top of the episode and that's what he's he's all about you know he says that he only invests his money in the company that he knows and if he doesn't understand a company if something's too complex you know like if it's some you know micro trip company that's you know building these crazy advanced you know things for artificial intelligence you know unless that's something that you really know a ton about you know maybe you should you know stick away from that even though it sounds really cool right man it's, it's always best to stick with what you know yeah stick with companies that you like you know stick with people that you trust yeah um you know and just go for credible sources don't don't just invest off hearsay yeah yeah definitely yeah man but you know in that same in that same breath we have to mention that you know investing even though it has its upsides and it has a lot of benefits there are also risks that come with investing yeah yeah definitely and i think this is probably what scares most people about investing right is that there's there's years that like take the the s&p 500 which is just uh, a collection of the 500 biggest companies in the u.s so names that you would recognize like apple um you know any ibm you know just the big big companies that you interact with every single day um you know sometimes the the value of all those stocks that are in the s p 500 sometimes they dip by seven percent times sometimes they go up and sometimes it makes people a little scared they feel like they're they're gambling with their money which which they really aren't but it, it sometimes feels like that right right and so, you know, it's just, it's, it's a good thing to go into investing with the mindset of, okay, I may lose money. Yeah. That's always a possibility. It's always a chance. So before I, you know, promote investing, investing to everyone, I do want to let them know that it is a possibility, possibility that you can lose money, you know, whether it's in stocks, whether it's in real estate, yeah. 
um, you know, whatever you're investing in, there is the possibility of a loss. Yeah, and that's that's very important to, to understand that there are risks and be very cautious about what you're investing in. But hopefully, you know, whatever you decide on, you it's one of the key tenets of investing that you kind of spread out your money across different sources. And today it's easier than ever to do that. You know, like I'm, I'm not saying everyone should do this, but there's options where there's like Vanguard is a, a, a company that you can buy ETFs through and, you know, a number of different things, but they have something that you can buy for you know, a share that you can, it's called, I think like the um, all world, you know, cap and something like that. It's, it's all world. So they aggregate a bunch of like the companies across the world, thousands and thousands of companies that you can, you know, just buy one share of that and you have uh, ownership, which we'll talk about interest in, in all, you know, companies across the world. So you, you're really well diversified. It doesn't matter if one goes out of business, you know, there's probably one that's going to be doing better than the others. And it kind of evens itself out. For sure, man. It's, it's uh, you know, you can never go wrong diversifying and putting your money in, you know, not putting all your eggs in one basket, pretty much. Yeah, totally. Yeah, man. You know, that's yeah. a good way to, 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 to steer clear of those risks, as well as, you know, like we said before, understanding what you're investing in and yeah. doing your research before you get into it. So those are pretty much the two main ways that you can avoid risk um, by doing your research and then diversifying or putting your money in, you know, uh, different pots. Yeah, and something that, that I actually read really interesting that uh, I thought was just incredible. This isn't my idea, and nor, and I don't know whose idea it is. I, I forget the guy who who explained it really well, but. Um, I think a lot of people are afraid because of the ups and downs of it, that they just don't go into it at all. But I think the analogy of a casino is really good when it thinks about investing because a lot of people compare it to gambling, right? Right. But like how a casino makes money is they know that some nights, you know, they're going to lose money because there's, you know, it's just the, the way that the chance goes. But how they've set up their business is in a way that they know if enough people play over an, you know, enough long time period that they're going to make money. The probability, it's, it's almost certain that they cannot lose money across, you know, a long time period. And the, the same thing goes for investing, except for that hopefully, you know, if you're doing it in the right way, in a diversified way, you're the casino. That you know, there's some days you might lose money. There's sometimes right. you might gain a ton of money, but over the long term, you know, you're gonna it, the probability that you'll come up on top is is really great. Exactly, man. and that's the important piece is investing for the long term. Yeah, I know Warren Buffett personally believes in the buy and hold strategy. Yeah, where he'll buy a stock, buy into a company with the idea, with the thought of holding it for ten years plus. Yeah. So, you know, if it's a good company, if it's a solid stock, if it's a good company, um, you know, the company will do well, yeah. it'll succeed. And if the company succeeds, then the stockholders succeed. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, man, investing for the long term, which is, I, I think it's a really important piece of investing that people that, I guess, um, people who haven't invested, started investing yet. Um, may not really understand you know a lot of people invest with the thought of or get into the the investing game with the thought of 
you know, you'll make quick cash, you'll yeah. make quick money. Yeah, a lot of people think that. Yeah, man, it's not a quick game at all. Um, yeah, it's super hard to do that. Very, right. very, very right. few people are able to do that and keep on doing that. Right, right, man. So, you know, it's just best to have the idea of, you know, this is a slow process. Yeah. But, you know, it's still a, a winning process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can look at the, you can look at the um, history of it and, you know, you see that you're pretty much guaranteed to make money like you said over that long period of time so if you just go into it with the mindset of you know it'll take some time but it'll work yeah yep. eventually then I, I think you'll win and i think you know everything will turn out the way you want it to yeah and and this is talked about so much that the key to investing is you know being really smart knowing what you're investing in but it's also an, an emotional you know like discipline that you have to do is because it's tough when you you've dedicated something you feel like you really know it and you put money into it um even if it is super diversified and you see it go down a few percent you're like you start questioning yourself was did i miss something did i I not look into something correct but that's just kind of how how it goes you have to have the emotional um yeah intelligence and being able to you know hold yourself steady even though you and not make any you know sudden movements just based off your irrational emotions and stick to what you know right man and, and that's the thing too that um you know people can do they may see that they're investing in something and it's, it's not doing as well as they thought it would or yeah um you know it's going downhill so they want to pull their money out yeah. or you want to you know try to get out of it as fast as possible but you know like everything else in life has its ups and downs so yeah um you know it's best to just try to ride it out yeah yeah and definitely and if something's changed maybe it is time to to sell it and go into something new but if nothing's sure. changed sure. and it's just your feelings it's, it's not always a great idea to to be you know pulling out money or putting money somewhere just based on how you're feeling that day for sure man so um you know we wanted to get into a few a few more of the benefits of investing i know we first mentioned uh you know one of the main benefits of investing is building wealth which is, you know, a must in this day and age, in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, you know, you you want to build, you know, build something to help sustain yourself in the future. You want to build something for your future to live a, you know, comfortable life, a better life. So um, yeah. I think that's the first benefit. Yeah, definitely. And and something that's really interesting is that this is one of the first generations, really that has to do this for themselves right because like our our grandparents mostly um they had pension plans right so they just worked for a company for you know 30 40 years whatever and then when they retired they were guaranteed you know x percentage of their ending salary whatever so they didn't have to worry about investing but something that people don't understand is like 401ks like having to save for your own investment it's only like 50 years old or something like that so oh wow see i didn't even know that. yeah yeah exactly so like we're the the generations before us you know the the the, you know our parents are really like kind of the the first like guinea pigs of seeing how the system works um so a lot of people like this isn't built into our our dna or or how we thought we're kind of like one of the first generations to do this so it's super important to to understand that if you don't do this there's consequences and that you know once you you can't work or whatever um sometimes you know there's no other way to get money right for sure man 
and that's a scary thought yeah it is a little scary but it's, it's a good thought though because there's so many there's so many resources out there to help you out in, in investing but it's it's important just like anything that you should you should be doing it awesome man and so i think another um you know a benefit for investing would be and you touched on this earlier would be ownership yeah so um you know it's, it's always good to be a a owner of anything you know whatever you have it's best to own it yeah so you can say it's yours and um you know yeah no I, I totally agree and that's that's the cool part is that and it's so easy to have ownership and you know so many things now like we i talked a little bit about you can you know basically buy a percentage interest in a bunch of companies across the entire world today like no one was able to do that before so like just saying even just saying like hey i own you know like like point zero 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 one percent of coca-cola it's a true statement you know if you you know purchase one of their their stocks which is i mean it's a cool thing to say but it's also just awesome that you you get interest in all these companies that are hopefully on the up and up so that you're gaining wealth not just these companies right so it's always good to get in on a piece of the action you know you don't just want to be a bystander or yeah you know the whole time you want to be an owner and get in the game too so it's always great to be an owner yeah yeah man and so i guess a good segment or a good segue into the next benefit um ownership with ownership comes leverage yeah and so i think explaining leverage could be an entire episode in yeah. its own in itself but just in a nutshell i would explain leverage or um leverage how can i explain it so okay if you have uh 10,000 shares of microsoft yeah but you would like to get a loan to maybe purchase some real estate or you know mm-hmm. purchase anything whatever you would need the loan for you could use those shares of stock as leverage you can use it as collateral yeah to get that loan to maybe get a higher loan or maybe get a lower interest rate or whatever the case may be yeah but that ownership because you own something whether it's stocks land real estate whatever that'll give you leverage to um you know give you better access to money and to mm-hmm. borrow money yeah and i think that's something that a lot of people don't understand is that they think you know once they invest their money it's not really theirs you know like in the same way that the cash in their bank account is right but i mean it's the same thing the cash in your bank account has value and your portfolio of investments has value so banks or whoever is loaning you money they can recognize that value that's in your investment accounts and they can you know use that like you said as collateral to make a loan against yeah man and um so our next point It depends on the the investor yeah um but there there are different ways to invest basically two different ways you can be a passive investor or you can be an active investor mm-hmm. um so a passive investor is someone that would like to put their their money in etfs like jacob here was explaining you know yeah. kind of just put your money in the market and um you know let it do its thing yeah and then you have an active investor who goes out and kind of actively researches what they want to invest in they actively research the company or they actively search for uh you know properties or land yeah so you know it's it's two different sides to it 
yeah and a, a lot of people make the distinction that you know passive is is mostly like etfs like what you said and then active right. are people who are buying you know individual companies or doing individual investments but something that again isn't my idea but is a really great idea is that everyone is in some way active investors a lot of people okay yeah feel that they you know they if they buy etfs or whatever like they just have the s p 500 etf that they think you know, i'm i'm a passive investor but your decision to allocate you know 100 percent of your funds to the s p 500 is an active decision so like if you're deviating at all from you know the way that the world allocates its money you know the and that saying that you know if there's more money in in you know debt across the world but you only put your money in stocks you're making an active decision to what you would say underweight that debt and overweight the stocks so there's there's a lot of people kind of you know try to divide those two camps up but everyone's making active decisions in your life and active isn't really a, a bad word um like it kind of gets you know put in the the media today but it's just a good thing to recognize that's awesome man that's a that's a great way to look at it and yeah. you know actually i've never looked at it like that myself mm-hmm. either but i think that's a uh, you know a different perspective and a, and a really cool one too you know because even if you like you say even if you are investing in etfs or doing automatic investing or whatever you're still making the active choice the active decision to yep. do so yep definitely yeah, man, i like that all right so um point number five for the benefits of investing would be it beats inflation which yeah. is kind of how we started the episode totally. kind of coming back full circle but that is a very very important piece to um you know reasoning behind investing to beat inflation you know so you, you yeah. kind of just won't lose value of your money while it's sitting in your room yeah sitting in your wallet sitting in your your savings account that's only making like 0.01% percent interest on your money yeah totally and that's that's something again that a lot of people don't really factor in to their savings you know they think you know if i a lot of people who don't use banks or whatever like they just like keep their money you know somewhere in their house or whatever like they you don't realize that your your money is losing money and that inflation really adds up over a while you know like five million dollars even though in today's money sounds like a ton you know if you had five million dollars 40 50 years from now it's it's not going to be the same it's going to be closer to like you know a million dollars or something not have the same buy-in power yeah exactly so even though you may in what's called nominal terms you know not inflation adjusted you may feel like man i'm gonna have a ton of money if i keep on saving like this and not investing you know it it loses money over time and it, it has a big effect for sure man for sure and it's, it's kind of like when you go to the grocery store as a kid, mm-hmm. you remember that. Or even the, the gas station or something as a kid, you remember if you had $2, you could get two bags of chips. Yeah, totally. A drink yeah. and some candy. But now if you go to the store, go to the gas station with just $2, <laughs> you get one bag of chips and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And and, every, and mostly everything, you know, kind of works that way, that it gets pricier over time. Exactly. And so to our next point, um, our next benefit, number six, is to retire comfortably, Yeah. which is basically, you know, preparing and securing your future by investing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that's that's kind of the goal of 
of, of most people when they're investing is they want to have a time in their life where they're not you know working eight to five or whatever your work schedule is and they can spend more time doing the things they love and investing enables you to do that which is awesome because you know think about a hundred years 200 years back for most people retirement wasn't in existence you know you work basically till you die or right. you hope <laughs> your family takes care of you when you can't work right right in today's day and age i mean it's such a new idea that at 65 I mean, you, you hopefully have, you know, a good like 20, you know, 30 years left on you that you can keep on enjoying living your life, which is awesome. Right. And you, and you do not want to outlive your money. No, no. And that, yeah, that's the goal. The goal too. You know, you don't, you, you don't want to run out of money by the time you're, you know, on your, your deathbed and you really need it for healthcare costs, but you also don't want to have too much money. Right, man. Wait, too much money? <laughs> yeah. Is it possible to have too much money? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe for most people, it's it's kind of a crazy idea, and and it's good to be able to pass things on okay, to your sure. your your kids for or whatever. Sure. But also, you know, you don't, and this is you know such a tangent is you do, you want to live the best life. You only have one life, right? right? You know, and if you're say like investing forty percent of your income, right. and then you die and you have an extra whatever ten million dollars extra. Okay. And you, you know, cut out your quality of life to, you know, just basically have $10 million that you're never going to see for the rest of your life. You know, you're cutting back. Time is the most important, you know, asset that you have. You can't get it back, right? So for you, sure. you need to, you, you, you know, you want to be able to give something to your kids that's a blessing or whatever, but you also, yes. you know, want to value your time as well. Yes. And just for the record, just so everybody knows, that is a problem I want. I want to have too much money. <laughs> right. It's, it's always better to overshoot. Yeah, for exactly. sure. Exactly. <laughs> that being said. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then so our last point right here, point number seven would be to prepare for emergencies. Yeah. Like we kind of said, like Jacob said before, when you're, you're a little older and you're sick and you have these medical, you know, bills and doctor visits, you don't mm. want to have to worry about not having money to cover those visits totally and this is something that maybe i deviate from from a lot of financial people and and i'm a little uh, i'm not saying this is advice at all but my emergency fund is actually fully invested in the stock market right Ooh. yeah so a lot of people might think you know like what, what are you doing you know your emergency fund should be accessible at all times and it should be super easy to get to but for me, you know, when I'm thinking of emergency fund, I'm probably not going to have an emergency, you know, every single year. Right. Yeah. So I want my money to be somewhere and it doesn't have to be in the stock market. It could be, you know, split up any number of ways, you know, right. safer investments, whatever, whatever you're more comfortable with. But I know I'm, I'm probably not going to be touching that most years and hopefully ever. So I want my money to be able to grow, you know, while it's sitting there. And I know it's probably not going to go down 50%, you know, tomorrow. So I feel comfortable taking that risk and knowing that I'm probably going to, you know, be better of it because of that. And because you're pretty young. Yeah. And I'm, and I have super long time to go. <laughs> right. So I know that, you know, I could sit in there and really gain some wealth and, and so, yeah, that's, that's how I do it. But you know, you could do that in any number of ways. Yeah, he, he can definitely, um, afford that risk you know yeah what I'm saying? yeah totally but uh yeah man i think that's pretty cool man that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty risky move man. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I respect that though. I respect <laughs> yeah exactly that. and it's just based off whatever whatever tolerance you have for risk so. yeah man I, I respect that 
But yeah, man, I think that wraps us. That wraps up episode five for us today. Thank you guys for checking us out and tuning in. So, Jacob, can you tell the people how they can reach you? Yeah, man, you can find me on Instagram at Here's Me Jacob. Uh, I'm infrequently on there, as as <laughs> people who listen to this know. But you know, I'll, I'll get back to you on there. Yes, sir. And then you can follow us on Twitter at We Invested. You can follow us on Facebook at We Invested. You can follow us on Instagram, of course, at We Invested. Yeah. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you.